Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to a brand new week of Kentucky Sports Memories. And this week, a story of somebody who is on an NFL trophy every year, and he's from Kentucky, and you've probably never heard of him. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Steve Wright is an old football lineman. Stood six feet six inches tall, weighed nearly 250 pounds in his playing days. He graduated from Manual High School in Louisville back in 1960. So these days he's in his early 80s. But back after he graduated Manual, he went and played college football for Bear Bryant at the University of Alabama. And Bryant had already established the Crimson Tide as a national power. But he never started a game at Alabama, even though he was very talented. And one of the reasons is because, well, he had some conflicts with Bear Bryant. He wrote about that in a book he later released called I'd Rather Be Right, playing off his last name of Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Anyway, I asked him about his relationship with the Bear. You wrote a book, and in that book you said that maybe you and Bryant didn't get along too well. I was. I spent three and a half years of misery at Alabama because he, he wouldn't play me and I couldn't play, and so we just. I'm just there till you. If you're here and you're going to be here, you might as well get an education. And that's kind of really what my whole deal was at Alabama. So what was it about Bryant that you didn't like, other than his? What did he just have a a style you didn't you didn't get along with? Oh, boy, that's a, it's a good question. It was just the fact that he he was in his own different world, and I was in my world, and they just did not meet at all. You know, forget it. They they didn't uh, they weren't compatible with each other. And he wanted me he wanted me to do stuff that I didn't want to do, and uh, but Bryant was just he just get up on his tower and start screaming and yelling, and I just don't like getting yelled at. But despite his issues with Bear Bryant, he did get playing time and after his Alabama career got drafted by the Green Bay Packers in the NFL. So he plays for Bryant, one of the most famous coaches of all time in college football, maybe the most famous, to playing for Vince Lombardi, the most famous football coach in the NFL. He didn't like Bryant. They didn't get along at all. So I asked him about his relationship with the head man, for the Green Bay Packers. What was it like playing for Lombardi? Uh, very difficult. <laughs> Actually, it, it really wasn't. Uh, here's, here's the job. Get it done. If you can't get it done, get out of the way. I got too many people waiting to take your place. And that was Lombardi's philosophy. Like, you know, you're here because we think you can play. And if you can't play, get out of the way. We got other people to take your place. But fortunately, I could play. Did you like Lombardi? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, he was tough, but he was fair. And that's all you can ask of anybody. While with the Packers, he played in that ice bowl game where the wind chill was nearly 30 to 40 degrees below zero. And I asked him what that was like, and he said, cold, 
and miserable, <laughs> as you can imagine. But while also with the Packers, after the 1965 season, they won an NFL championship. After the 66 season, they won Super Bowl one, And after the 67 season, they won Super Bowl two. So he was on some great and memorable teams with some great and memorable teammates. Now, of course, when winning NFL championships and Super Bowls, they got rings. But he has since auctioned off that ring from Super Bowl one. did it back in 2011, and he got $73,000 for it. He said one of the reasons he auctioned it off was because he needed the money. But there was another reason. It didn't mean that much to me. I got three of them. 65, 66, 67. I still have the last one that had three diamonds in a row, so I still got the last one. So do you think you would ever auction off your other Super Bowl? Nah, no. It's going to go with me to the grave. Oh, you're going to be buried with it. You betcha. It doesn't mean anything to anybody else. It's just it's a, it's a three-diamond ring, So, but, but it means something to me. Well, do you, uh, are you wearing your Super Bowl ring? I, yes, I feel very often. I do. I don't, I don't have it on right now, because, uh, but, but I would tell you, if, if we do anything, I'll uh, go out to dinner or do anything else, I'll put it on, absolutely. So he made $73,000 off his Super Bowl one ring back in 2011, says he has no regrets. Says he needed the money, and that ring didn't mean that much to him because he still has one more. <laughs> So I guess that's a pretty good reason why. Anyway, I mentioned he's on an NFL trophy, an annual NFL trophy. He was traded to the New York Giants. And while with the Giants, the NFL created the NFL Man of the Year Award, given every year to someone who does great things on the football field, as well as contributions off the field. Now, he never won the award, but they used him as the model the sculptor did in creating the award, and I talked to him about that. You're on the NFL Man of the Year trophy, and I would assume that's pretty special. I thought so. Well, it made you a star. <laughs> I've always been a star. <laughs> I wonder if the people who get that award every year realize it's you on it. I doubt it seriously. They probably wouldn't accept it if they knew. <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about that you got selected for that? I, I'll be very, very succinct. I have absolutely no idea. Well, on that annual trophy where he's the model, he's wearing a cape and he looks like Superman. And his wife was nearby, so I asked her about her husband being on that award. He looks very regal and very handsome on that statue. Does he still look that good today? Actually, <laughs> actually, of course, I'm prejudiced. <laughs> I, I think uh, he's too, he looks remarkable for his age. That award was created in the late 60s, and interestingly, in 1999, they changed it to the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, Walter Payton's not on the statue. It's still Steve Wright. <laughs> 
At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. After an outstanding high school football career at Louisville Manual, where he graduated in 1960, Steve Wright went on to play college football at Alabama, then on to the NFL, where he played nine seasons, five different teams in nine seasons. And now, in his early 80s, I ask him about how his body is holding up after all that football. How many injuries are you still dealing with or how many surgeries have you had because of your football playing days? Both knees, right shoulder, neck, right elbow, left foot. I think that's it. Well, that's quite a bit. So how oh, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so, so how well do you... How well do you get around these days? Very carefully. Very. I I need a walker at one. Th- you know, just like you know, it's like uh, I have a I have a difficult time getting around. But my honey takes care of me. So you don't ever walk without a walker? No, I can't. From my from especially from my waist down, I'm shot. Both, both knees are, both knees are gone. My right ankle's gone. Uh, my my lower back. It's gone. But other than that, I had a really good time. (laughs) These days, he's happily retired, living in Savannah, Georgia. That'll do it for the show this week. My thanks to Steve and his wife for talking with me. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.